Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. We're going into chapter two of Proverbs this morning and um, I'm just going to share a series of things that struck me from our passage and it's this continuation of the dialogue between a father and a son. So let's read our passage. So it says, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And then kind of jumping to the final verses of the chapter. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land, and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the unfaithful will be torn from it. And what immediately struck me about this passage is how active it is. I mean, we have um, so many verbs in those first few verses. It says, accept my words, store up my commands, turning your ear, applying your heart, call out for insight, cry aloud, look for it, search for it. And what, what is being described is not a passive lifestyle, but a deliberate, active choice. Um, and you can see there that it's going to take effort. It's a choice that involves your mind, your heart, your senses, rather like the command that Jesus tells us is the most important, to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all your strength, with all of your mind. So actually living a wise life, um, I think, is all about running after Jesus. And ultimately, that's, that's what we see in verse 6. Like salvation, wisdom is a gift from God. But like working out our salvation with fear and with trembling, it is something we do with God. And if God only worked apart from us, we would lose all sense of initiative. But he chooses... Um, He chooses to do his work with us and through us. And we only have to respond to his call. And actually, this is the kind of paradox that runs all the way through the Bible. And we saw in chapter one that wisdom cried out for us. And here in chapter two, we are to cry out for wisdom. And seeking for it is like searching for hidden treasure. But ultimately, it it is this gift from God. And we're to grow in wisdom by applying it, by choosing to live a righteous life, running after Jesus with everything that we have. And the other thing that we see all the way through Proverbs is that there's this differentiation made between the wise man and the foolish man, or the righteous and the wicked. And this this godly wisdom, it isn't about intelligence or perfection or university degrees, but somebody who accepts and responds to what they hear storing up those commands as in verse 7 to apply their knowledge of God of his ways of the Bible and as Alan reminded us yesterday this is about walking with the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit teach us and mold us as we learn to live our best lives for Jesus and it's contrasted against the life of the fool and again this isn't necessarily people who are unintelligent or badly educated but rather those who reject the need for change and think they can go it alone, put boldly that they don't need God. And the Bible says that that way of living is foolishness because it's rejecting life. 
And the end verses of our chapter put this really bluntly. You will walk in the paths of the righteous, for the upright will live in the land, but the wicked, the unrighteous, will be cut off. And this contrast between the righteous and the wise person, the wicked and the foolish person, will will come up again and again as we read Proverbs. But what is clear is that this is a choice between spiritual life and spiritual death, because knowing the ways of wisdom is about knowing God. And in verse 5 it says, You will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And later on in Proverbs, there's that very famous verse that you probably all know, and it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And that, that language of fearing God, I think, can be a little bit alien to us today. Um, but while I was thinking about this, I read something by Philip Melanchthon, who um, was one of the people who worked with Martin Luther. And he discusses what it means to fear God by contrasting kind of filial fear with servile fear. And filial fear is the type of respect and love a child has for a parent. And it's this fear of offending the one they most adore and trust. And in contrast, servile fear is the kind of fear that a prisoner has for his jailer or executioner. So this isn't terror, but an awe of God. And as we've said, the context of this speech is of a father and a son. So the journey to wisdom is in relationship with Jesus, our knowledge of the Holy One, trusting in him. And the journey to wisdom begins with this healthy, reverential respect of God. And it's a journey that's going to take effort. We have to really desire wisdom like it's treasure. But it's treasure which God wants to give us and it's waiting to be discovered. And my favourite Bible app, which I recommend everyone to download, uh, is called Blue Letter Bible. And it has a concordance and a translation of uh, the Old and the New Testaments. And I use it all the time when I want to look up a word. And my final kind of thoughts when I was reading this passage um, was when it describes wisdom like hidden treasure in verse 4. And, you know, the first thing that made me think of was um, the parable that Jesus tells about a farmer who sells everything he has to buy the field with treasure in it. But then I, I wondered why it was hidden. So I looked it up on my Blue Letter Bible and um, the word treasure in Hebrew is matmaun, which means buried treasure, like a secret storehouse, which is underground. And um, one of my lockdown Netflix experiences uh, was to watch this incredible film called The Dig, which was about the discovery of Sutton Hoo and this Anglo-Saxon hoard of treasure, which had remained buried and hidden for hundreds of years. And there's this wonderful moment in the film when the first piece of treasure is sort of slowly discovered and this lady is like brushing off with her archaeologist brush all of the mud and the dirt and realises what she's holding. And then more and more is excavated and this woman excitedly says, oh, there's more, there's more, there's much more. And this, I think, is a little bit like what our relationship with Jesus is like and what reading the Bible can be like and what getting wisdom is like, discovering more and more and it becoming reach richer and deeper and better as we continue to walk with Christ and you know but like hidden treasure it's this effort to find but God wants to give it to us because he wants us to run after him with all that we have to seek him while he can be found and while I was on my blue letter bible app the the word map man this hidden treasure crops up again in one other place in the old testament in Isaiah And Isaiah prophesied about the coming of Jesus, about the Messiah. And this is what he says with that same word. I will give you hidden treasures, 
riches stored in secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. And that is my prayer for myself and for all of us this morning, to know more of the hidden treasures of God's wisdom, that we may grow in our understanding of God, the same God who has summoned you by name, who knows you and loves you and disciplines you and feeds you with his word even now. And he is so willing to pour out even more. So amen. And um, I'm going to hand back over to you, Rima. This morning on HDC Daily, we started the day looking at Psalm 3, verses 3 to 6. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear, though tens of thousands assail me on every side. And we spent some time thanking God and praising him. Uh, We thanked him that today uh, we wake again because he is the one who sustains us. He's the one who's put breath in our lungs. He's the one who's given us this new day. After Amanda's talk, we spent some time um, praying into seeking after the riches and treasures of God and his wisdom. So we prayed that we would run after Jesus with all of our soul and our heart and our mind. We prayed that we would search for wisdom like hidden treasure. And we prayed that we'd grow in our understanding of the fear of the Lord.